Welcome to the Privilege Eruption podcast with me, Ishreen Bradley, Chief Inspiration Officer at Belonging Pioneers. And me, Kami Nuttall, founder of Culture Lab Consultancy. Privilege is a conundrum that dilutes the culture of fairness at work. And as a leader, you recognize that your organization has more to do. You want to create success through connection and belonging, and you're unsure about how to make it happen. Now, the Privilege Eruption podcast is where you have the opportunity to evolve breakthrough thinking about the impact of power, privilege and purpose and how that shows up at work. And in these podcasts, you will gain the courage and confidence to realise a culture of inclusion for all. Has the ticking time bomb finally exploded in a very public way for organisations in the UK? In these first three episodes of Series 6, Roger and I start to explore the impact of the ticking time bomb that has finally exploded for the post office and Fujitsu 24 years after it first installed Horizon in the UK's sub-post offices. For over a year now, Cami, Roger and I have been predicting an explosion of this scale in the public and private sector beyond the time bombs that we've seen in politics and the media that we discussed last year. But why has it taken so long? Why have innocent sub-postmasters had to go through the emotional, reputational and financial trauma that the way Fujitsu and the post office behaved has caused them to suffer? In this trilogy, Roger and I share our personal experiences as we watch the ticking time bomb explode on TV and identify three intersecting elements of relative privilege that the post office and Fujitsu had that enabled them to drag it out thus far. Welcome to the Privilege Eruption podcast, a podcast by belonging pioneers and culture lab consultancy about the questions and ideas around the hidden barriers to achieving our DEI goals. This is where we erupt the constraining impact of privilege and explore new possibilities in the context of shared power and purpose. This is where we explore and test out our ideas with amazing guests who have done or are doing the work. So if you enjoy what you hear on this podcast, if you have some new insights, please do share those with us. We'd love to build a portfolio of your views and use that to improve what we provide for you on this podcast. We've had some great feedback so far, and we look forward to your thoughts in exploring this very serious issue. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Series 6 of the Privilege Eruption podcast. Wow, we're on Series 6 already. And this series, we're looking at organisations who are doing it right, who are implementing diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging, and seeing not just financial benefits, but also social justice, social progression benefits within their organisation that's obviously helping them to lead their fields. So today, Roger and I are going to continue talking to you about that ticking time bomb. You'll have heard us talk about the BBC, the Good Morning Show, politics. You know, we've all seen it. It's one rule for us. 
who have the power and one rule for them who don't. So look, I'm sure you've watched it. The world and his brother seems to have watched it. So hey, I'm talking about that story about the post office, right? That was screened on ITV. It was just so gripping. I went through so many emotions watching it. At the end of it, I just like, I had to pick up the phone. I called Roger and I said, Roger, we've got our next ticking time bomb. But the thing is, this ticking time bomb that exploded is way bigger than any others that we've seen explode. And you may remember from our podcasts last year, we were saying, well, we've seen it in the media and we've seen it in politics, but very soon we're going to see it in organizations. And here we are, not even a year later, we're seeing the kinds of things that have been going on in organizations for decades finally being called up. The privilege eruption is happening. It's causing massive change. Um, and the ticking time bomb has exploded for those organizations that have chosen to sweep it under the carpet, to dominate with their power and privilege and not look after their staff, not look after their associates, not look after their supply chain. So, you know, just when we all thought it couldn't get any worse, right? There's the post office. So I'm really thrilled that Roger is joining me for this episode. And we're going to just unpick what's happened and try and understand how it was allowed to go on for so long. And what I still can't get over, and Roger, I'd love to chat this through with you for our listeners benefit is how it took a tv program to sort out something that's been going on since the i think the early 2000s um quite unbelievable and it, it's an indictment on all of us you know i i remember seeing what was happening and thinking oh my god that's really bad how could they do that it's not it's not fair um but really, now we're active at a whole new level, aren't we, Roger? We certainly are. Um, and <laughs> I, I watched the, that program almost open-mouthed with uh, amazement, thinking, well, well not, not only is this one of the most gripping and interesting dramas that I've seen for some time, I, I was immediately pushed to even during watching it. I was I was constantly going online saying this can't be true, this this can't be true. That 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 can't be true. Oh, oh my goodness, this because this can't be true. <laughs> it couldn't be true. It couldn't be possibly be true. And I think that's the reason why. Because of my reaction to it, your reaction to it, everybody's reaction when watching it, this is this is why this is relative privilege at play here, not other machinations, not other things. There are lots of things that go wrong inside a business that have got nothing to do with privilege yeah. or, or or problems with relative privilege. But in this context, the more we watched, the more the facts became apparent the more absolutely 100% clear it became that this was an absolute basket case of privilege. Yeah, yeah. And, and go on. an awful situation for the, for the poor people involved. It's horrible. I mean, especially that, you know, the that postmistress in Hampshire, Joe, 
I mean, I just so felt for her. I mean, I felt for everybody. Um, the people who contemplated committing suicide, the people who did commit suicide. I mean, how could anyone who is aspiring to be, I think it was a bishop in the Church of England, how could anyone treat people that way just to maintain her reputation? Well, the um, it's it's an in, it's an interesting fact fact, isn't it? It, it? it does beg a belief as to how far people are prepared to go to preserve their relative privilege. And yeah. we're going to use that language in, in relation to this because everybody knows what the program said and yeah. where everybody, <laughs> the vast majority of people who watched it yes. have, have understood what, what, what the program was about. Yeah. So we're not going to go into the detail of that. Yeah. But what it what it became what became clear is that there wasn't anything appearing apparently malicious going on mm. at first. Mm. It seemed to be all pretty straightforward, and then as you peel away the different layers, so this it, it, so this menacing element of, of privilege started to appear, mm. and you know it's 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 the it's the sheer uh, fear that yeah we can't be wrong we're, yeah. we're the we're the leaders we're the owners we're the we're the map not the owners i'm sorry the the ownership of the post office is us the yes. taxpayer yes. they were our representatives exactly. protecting our investment yeah. god help us <laughs> and they they could not be they could not be wrong they yeah. could not possibly be wrong yeah they had the right on their side they had uh wealth uh, all of these factors mm. on their side. Mm. And well, that's maybe, what. Go on, Roger. Maybe, igno maybe ignorance. Yeah, right? yeah. Fear and utter ignorance yeah. of the facts and the reality of the situation. Yeah, I mean, as as we discussed, Roger, you you know there are different kinds of relative privilege at play here, and I think um, you know when we were chatting, I recalled that we spoke about power. The, you know, the relative privilege of power, the relative privilege of information and the relative privilege of wealth. And I think it would be useful for our listeners if we unpacked that a little bit so that they can maybe start to see this in their organisations or around them, because I'm sure the post office is not alone. Absolutely. Um, and the, these scenarios, I mean, I guess our ambition in talking about this and this is almost like a summer special except it's not the summer but this is this is a real you know this is this stands out as a as a one-off example of a privilege eruption actually happening right in front of us and we're seeing it and it's been it's been erupting for some time it's almost it's, is, it, is it a massive coincidence that we've got massive eruptions taking place in Iceland at the moment wow. that have been building <laughs> up over time, real physical yeah. eruptions of yeah. power and explosion and mayhem? Mm. And there's and there's this commercial example of it happening at the same time yeah. um, with the post office. Yeah. And yeah, those three aspects of, of privilege, power, information and wealth, with three factors that, that we could see in detail. So should we start with power? Yeah, let's. Well, the interesting thing on a, from a power perspective is just think about it and think about the individuals 
and the types of people, the personas, if you like, of people who apply to become sub-postmasters. Mm. They are they are wanting to be part of the community. They want to have a little business. They want to be able to work with people. It's you know you're not going to become a millionaire becoming a sub-postmaster. No, exactly. You usually tie it into something else that you're doing, like a cake shop or a bread shop or a or clothes or whatever else it is that you're doing alongside it. Yeah. And it doesn't make you hugely wealthy, but it's the sort of people that apply for it are the kind of people that that want to do good. Yeah, that in care. Society. That care about their community, right? Care for the community. They want to be able to help people. They want to be able to support people. Mm-hmm. And and for instance, you know, the the people who regularly used to pop into the post office were the pensioners going to collect their pension and stuff like that. Ironically, if you read into the detail behind the the process, this Horizon system was actually fundamentally designed to manage digital payments to pensioners. That was was the whole principle of what they started with. And that failed as a process. And they then took... Well, they went, well, well, we put so much effort into this. We spent so much money. We'll try and get something out of it. So they then implemented it to manage the ledger management, the ledger systems and the financial management. Well, shouldn't that have, you know, you and I are both from tech implementation <laughs> backgrounds. That would have been a red flag to us. That would have been, a, if it failed on its some former, formal principle, why would you have then implemented it across other pieces? But they did, right? Yeah, but when you know, not without doing a drains up and really looking at what was wrong, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the situation, the situation, in, and, and from a relative power, a relative privilege perspective, mm-hmm. shows a persona of a post office uh, um, franchisee. For, for, for better want of the word, looking to their essential owners or leaders yeah. and saying, hang on a second, something's gone wrong here. And oh my God, they trusted the post office so much. They, they, had, they had no option. We'll find, we'll, as we'll show a little bit later on, but they trusted it so much. And we saw those examples where they just press a key and, and, the amount they owe doubled and doubled yeah, and doubled. Shocking. And the scenario built up that says, "Well, hang on a second. Yeah, we 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 get you. We're listening to you. We can hear you." Said mm. said the post office. Mm. But the problem we've got here is that it says in our side of the system that you you you're missing some money, and if that money's not that money is in our version of your ledger, that's in your version of the ledger, but it's not in your till. So where is it? Yeah. Almost accusing them of theft in some cases, I think. Not even almost. Yeah. Actually accusing them of theft. Yeah. You know, the, the, the question that never got answered was, can you show me what I did with the money? Yeah. You know, in, in like in, in murder cases, they, there had to be a body. Evidence. They didn't even need evidence. What, 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 did we, what did I do with the money? And and so the power, the power perspective was a real difficult one because from the relative privilege role of being a sub-postmaster, the only way you could be right is if the business you had invested your life in was wrong. Yes. There was no win for them because that, hang on a second, I think this could be wrong or that must be wrong or whatever. No, 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 the system says you're wrong. Yeah. 
But if I were, if but if I was right, yeah. then you're wrong. Yeah, and you so, can't and be now wrong. I'm the representative of an organization that's making massive mistakes. Right. So no win. There's a no win no scenario. Win. The power thing was no win. The only and the only way to proceed with that argument mm. is if you were then entering into that discussion with no integrity or moral mm. obligations. Yeah. So the people with the power. Yeah. said, yeah, we're the post office, you've got to be wrong. Yeah, and we're, we're going to be the judge, so we have the power to judge you as wrong. That, um, I mean, that in itself. And, and we have the relative privilege of having our own court. Court, yeah, right? we can take this yeah. all the way through. We don't even have to yeah. go to the police. Yeah. We can take it straight to court. <laughs> yeah. Without How? any evidence. <laughs> How? So the power side of it was all weighted. So so from the power perspective, that was the that was the kind yeah. of yeah. first that's just the first barrier, but, right? The yeah. First We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining us. Our intention is to bring you new insights about the impact of power, privilege and purpose at work for you and for your organisation. You can check out our episode description for social media accounts and how to get in touch with us. And don't forget to send in your questions. We look forward to sharing more about power, privilege and purpose at work with you on this podcast. Now, if you got value, please remember to share it with your networks. Please leave us a review. And as Cami said, please do remember to send us any questions that you'd like us to discuss on this podcast. And we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye.